Welcome to the Josh Wright Piano Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today I wanted to talk about a phrase which is just a neighborhood teacher. A lot of people will refer to themselves as just a neighborhood teacher. I know growing up my mom would refer to herself as just a neighborhood teacher or my grandma would be referred to as just a neighborhood teacher and many people that I've come across that teach piano say oh I'm just a neighborhood piano teacher and I wanted to talk a little bit about that and how just a neighborhood teacher is most often who we all start with and the foundation of how music is created throughout the world very very rarely do you have a complete beginner going to a professional conservatory or university teacher from day one? Usually a young pianist starts and they will go to just a neighborhood teacher, just someone that a friend of a friend knows or, oh, it's the sweet old lady living down the street or the the young man who enjoys piano lessons um, took a little bit in college and he's just teaching a little bit on the side now while he finishes his degree or whatever it might be. And I just want to encourage each of you, if you're listening to this and you're teaching piano or you're thinking of teaching piano, to not be intimidated by the often stuffy and arrogant egos of so many in the classical music world. I would say, you know, 90% of people that I know in the classical music world are some of the most kind, loving individuals, but those other 10%, and it doesn't even have to be, you know, the the, the person himself the temp, or herself, the 10% is, you know, evil and they're just negative all the time. Sometimes it's just a, an arrogant comment from one of these uh, people that are genuinely kind but don't let those attitudes discourage you from sharing music and teaching music and taking your students to the highest level that you can and then sending them elsewhere Um, the opposite can also be true sometimes neighborhood teachers quote-unquote neighborhood teachers i don't even like calling them that anymore because of what i'm saying in this podcast but sometimes they will hold on to students for unrighteous or um, self-fulfilling reasons like I just need the income and you're doing your student a great disservice if you can't take them to a higher level and you're just holding on just for the income and a lot of times students won't know the difference you can fool them Um, or if you're a teacher who still has a lot to share uh, with a student but you're just not meshing well with the student's personality then it might be time to uh, make a switch. One of my favorite students um, and families that my wife and I both taught um, over the years, I helped one of the two sons, and he was um, doing extremely well. But there just kind of came a point where he was getting so frustrated in lessons, and I have a very high-strung personality might not come across in these podcasts because I kind of have some humor and try to keep these pretty laid back, but I I can be pretty high-strung and um, anxious and 
impatient at times and our personalities just were not meshing well. He had so much talent and he was working hard, um, but it just wasn't working for whatever reason. And I said, you know, I really think that he needs to study with Lindsay, my wife, who also has her doctorate in piano performance. And she's just every bit as qualified as I am, if not more. So um, she's just an amazing teacher. And so they were a little sad, but they said, okay, sounds good. And actually he ended up thriving and doing even better with Lindsay than with me because she has a very calming personality. She was much more patient and um, loving probably than I was, even though I was giving him just as good of instruction as she was, she had a way of presenting that instruction in a way that was incredibly effective. Now, the opposite can be true too. I like a very high-strung, intense teacher um, that's very demanding. I don't mind getting yelled at in a lesson. I've been yelled at at several master classes and in some lessons, um, and I don't mind that whatsoever. Some students completely crumble with that. So uh, if you are a teacher and things aren't going well with your student, maybe look at passing them off to someone who might help them thrive a bit more. But the whole point of this podcast, I'm getting a little off on a tangent there. The whole point is to, um, first of all, thank each of you who are teaching piano, who are helping to raise the next generation. I'm part of this movement of trying to help as many people as I can through music and helping young students. Um, and thank you to all the teachers out there who are making such a difference. Um, as a university teacher, I can say that it is only because of wonderful teachers uh, who start students from the very beginning that we have any students applying at the university um, without these quote-unquote neighborhood teachers <laughs> the, most of these students wouldn't be playing piano because university and conservatory teachers or just highly in-demand private teachers only have so much room in their studio and if we didn't have Teachers, even if you are not the most advanced teacher, for instance, my mom um, teaches piano extremely well, but she knows what she likes to teach. She says, I like to take them to the third grade level in you know, the Faber books or whatever, or level three or four, and then I like to pass them off to someone else because I'm really good at that. And I'm kind of the opposite. I know I'm not very good at teaching straight beginners. I'm not patient enough. I tend to go way too deep into concepts that they probably don't need to hear. I, I'm probably filling their minds with with concepts that are, uh, you know, beyond comprehension in fully beyond comprehension in the beginner level. And I'm probably making them drink from a fire hose. <laughs> and so um, knowing your specialty and what you do the best, what levels you teach the best. And and you can be a teacher who teaches, quote unquote, the best at all levels. Susan Duhlmeyer, my teacher um, growing up, is the best at all levels. And um, if she's listening to this, Susan, you know it. I know she's shaking her head thinking, oh no, because she, she's so humble. But um, no, she's the best. She starts a lot of beginners and she takes them all the way through their, you know, masters and doctorates often. And even after my doctorate, I went and played for her last week. And you often think, okay, what is she going to have to say? I always kind of quiz myself. What, what is she going to say in this lesson? And I try to think of all the things she'll say um, and say, okay, let me let me fix that so she doesn't have to tell me that. And I mean, I'm taking it to the to the level of artistry that I want to anyway, but then I always go to 
her and she always has more beautiful ideas to make the piece even better. I'm like, man, she'll never run out of ideas or things to teach me. <laughs> so there are teachers like that. And I can tell you they're kind of an anomaly. Um, it's very rare to find that. Uh, usually you find teachers that are uh, very specialized in teaching beginning, but aren't as good of as uh, teaching advanced. And there's other teachers who are extremely advanced um, that can, you know, teach the best pianists in the entire world, um, but they may not be as good with beginners. And then you have some that can do it all. So no matter where you're at, keep going, um, keep refining your own skills. That's something I really believe in strongly. Is I'm still a student. Um, I I'm a teacher 99% of the time at at this point uh, from a career perspective, um, but I'm still a student. Uh, I still study every single day. I still go and take a few lessons a year with my teachers, and um, I'm still learning every single day, and that's so important. We're all lifelong students, but just a shout out to all the quote-unquote neighborhood teachers out there. Thank you for your hard work, and um, never feel like you shouldn't be teaching. As long as you're teaching within your capabilities, please keep teaching. Please keep spreading music. If any of you have any questions, my email is josh at joshwrightpiano.com. If you'd like to submit a podcast request, we're running pretty low on requests right now. So my email, again, josh at joshwrightpiano.com. Just put podcast in the subject line for me so it stands out and I can sort it into the podcast request folder. I will also leave a link in the description of this podcast or a description in the link below um, wherever you're watching or listening, or I guess you're just listening to this, it is a podcast, um, uh, in the description below. Links to uh, a free webinar containing 10 of my favorite tips to help take your playing to a higher level. I'd highly recommend watching that if you haven't already. These are tips I use every day in my teaching and in my own personal practice. A few links for my paid courses, and then a link for the kit, all the gear that I use um, to record these podcasts, to film my YouTube videos, um, even a link for used Steinways. Uh, it has the contact information for the piano technician that we bought our Steinway from. And so you can check that out for further resources and um, inspiration. Have a great week. Good luck in your practice sessions.